live from our respective apartments, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges of this podcast. That's the intro. This podcast, Katie Clay and Narber and Chris Darkham Goodman. Wow, Chris, what an introduction to our podcast, Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective. This is why I really need a script to work off of. I can't tell you <laughs> how many times we joke about the outro that Katie always forgets things and I've edited, ve- editor Chris has very cleanly made it sound like she knows what she's doing. Very rarely she, is that the case. She has no idea. She and I'm always like, none. I'm going to just write up a Google Doc. Like, we'll have a script. We can say these things. I'll, I won't need it, but we'll have it. And then legitimately partway through, I was just like, I dissociated. Was like, <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> like, I dropped the accent. I forgot the lines. <laughs> you did almost as poorly as Jerry did in his paso. <laughs> Well, we have a very exciting, a packed episode of JMP this Mm -hmm. week. Um, We have three dances per couple. We have a group disco freestyle. And we don't eliminate anybody in week six. Yeah, just an odd barrel of monkeys that we're playing with today. But you know what? I'm excited because I... I am all in, Chris, on a contestant, and I can proudly announce it, I can stand behind it, and I'm not going to disclose who it is until we get to, until we get there, but I, I am in love. Will you disclose the gender of this contestant, or will that spoil it? (laughs) It will not spoil it. Okay. It is a man. Interesting. Hmm, I wonder who it could be. My first man I've been in love with on this pod. It's been all ladies all the way. <laughs> really fi- finally given into the patriarchy, Kate Clay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bad time. I'm just excited. I've kind of said this to you before, but these episodes, once again, I'm just marveling. I love this season. I love this season of Dancing with the Stars. I agree. And I have something kind of bold to say. It's not even necessarily the dances itself that Mm -hmm. are so much fun to watch. Like, this is, it feels like lightning in a bottle with this cast and these pairings and every, I mean, like, the dances are good too, but, like, just the whole package is really working this season. I agree. Because if I look at some of the dances this season... There aren't necessarily a huge number of memorable ones. No, no. In the way that I could point out some specific ones from the previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Or maybe season two, I could point out dances. But I just, I love this season. It's the right grouping of contestants. It's, it's it just has an X factor about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because the host of the X factor is here. <laughs> I hate you. I let's be honest. Never watched that show. If you hadn't mentioned a couple weeks ago when we were talking about him that he was the host of the X Factor, I never would have known. Anyway, <laughs> we got important things to do that aren't that. We're gonna lead off by talking about week six 
of the competition. Mm -hmm. Again, nobody went home, which the contestants were not informed of, mm -hmm. um, because Sarah Evans withdrew from the competition, yep. was interviewed by Tom during that week six episode uh, in a pre-taped interview. And then at the end of the results show, they revealed nobody's going home. But they did do two dances. The second of their dances is what we're going to talk about first, which was the group Disco. It is a freestyle, and Katie, we know disco freestyles are all the rage. What did you think of this one in quick-hitting form? What did you think of Emmett? Um, wonky left, not memorable. I thought he was fun and enjoyable. Monique. Chaotic energy. Trick heavy, very flexible. Mm-hmm. Jerry Springer. L-O-L. What a guy. Sticky to the nth. Why was he rolling on the floor? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Joey. Messed up the lift. Um, never really recovered the lift. Not memorable. He wasn't smooth at the lift, but they did a lot more straight dancing than any of the other couples. Mm-hmm. Mario. Wants to be Michael Jackson, will never be Michael Jackson. He's got it. Very Saturday Night Fever to me. Yep. There you go. There's the group disco. Also, why was Tony in the package? I don't know, but I was happy to see him. I was just confused. Like, was Sarah there at the rehearsal and they just edited her out of the whole thing? Or was, did that happen after? Yeah, I don't know. Drew? That's where I was so confused. I was like, was Sarah here? <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. I was watching all of the backgrounds for her, and I did not see her. Okay. Well, what a freestyle disco fever dream. At least it wasn't Stacy and Tony's. All right! Let's get into the main bulk of our episode. First up, let's go ahead and talk about Mario Lopez and his partner, Karina Smirnoff. I know that we don't want to talk about the packages a ton, but how much did you roll your eyes when they said that they were going to a friend's club to decompress and the friend was Eva Longoria? Why was Eva Longoria in this? I am literally like heavily in this. Like it was like, oh, we're going to my friend's club. Boom, it's Eva Longoria. I'm dancing with Eva Longoria. Look at how good our chemistry is. I was like, what is happening? That was truly the funniest thing in the world to me when it is revealed, like, nameless friend was Eva. Like, yeah. it was they so really, bizarre. They really buried the lead on that one. <laughs> so in week six, he performs a mambo. Mambo, go, ba. Well, you might not know this about Mario, but per his words, the Latin dances just don't necessarily come naturally to him. Because mm -hmm. that has been really clear throughout the season, that the mm -hmm. Latin dances, he's just not right for. No, he's really struggled with them up to this point. I was definitely super nervous for him. Um, we, we're doing a bit, right? Because you're being yeah, way oh, too yeah. serious. Okay, it's like, you were seeming legitimate. You got me. You got me, girl. Lazinga. 
Um, I thought his Mambo was fine. It was not my favorite of his, but like I knew objectionably or objectively, objectively is the correct word, that it was a good dance. Like I know it was content heavy and things like that, but I just, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't connecting with it. And I thought he was a smidge ahead of the music for like the dramatic moves where they would like, like, pause and then bomb bomb but he like would get to the move a little bit before the bomb you know your opinions are objectionable to me (laughs) yeah i didn't i didn't see him ahead in this dance um i was noticing and once again it was kind of pointing out for me he's still a little inclined to to pop some of those hits to really clip them as we've noted, as you've noted before. Mm-hmm. But I thought in this Mambo, he actually did a better job of dancing through a lot more, not all the time, but a lot more of it was smoother. You could tell it was intentional. You could tell that he really was trying to work upon that. And mm-hmm. I mean, when you're six weeks into it and you've been doing it one way, it is going to be hard to, to change that. So he's not going to be able to do it for every move. But yes. he was trying. Yeah. And and that's where I was just pleased to see that progression for him. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the ending of that dance? Because I will try to describe it. Yeah. They end up in this climactic section of like 10 seconds where they are holding hand both sets of hands together and they do this set of like double-handed turns so that they're like twisting and turning and again this is like 10 seconds that like one goes then the other then and i was just like yes go serve work turn i was thrilled by it I mean, I literally wrote nothing down about it and did not feel that. So I have to say that I was not quite as into it as you were. Mm-hmm. Overall, I'm kind of with you. I didn't necessarily love the whole thing, mm-hmm. but that ending, I loved. And I recognized objectively the rest of it was really good, but that ending did it for me. And that's the, like, I don't... <sighs> I will say this about all three of his dances and I know I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. I was, I was lacking some of the Mario like signature energy. So like I kind of walked away from all of them knowing they were such good dances, but I just wasn't connecting with them. I think that's a really fair takeaway for his two weeks here Mm -hmm. because they, they are good dances. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily pop. No. That ending to the Mambo did for me. Mm-hmm. And there's like one moment in their jive. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, yeah, they they were good weeks for him. But I'm just kind of like, you know what? We'll see more of you later. We know you're going to keep going on. Mm-hmm. Keep up. So their Mamba scores a 28. They get two nines and then a 10 from Bruno. Mm-hmm. Um, highest highest scoring dance of week six. Yes. Then when we get to week seven, round one is ballroom. Round mm-hmm. two is Latin for everyone. Uh, different dances therein. 
we'll we'll see how those fare for some people. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so Mario's first dance of week seven is a foxtrot. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the most important element of this foxtrot. The wig. I just, I literally don't understand it. I do not understand why they had to do a wig. I understand it. Why? Because it was a Marilyn Monroe song. They were trying to make her Marilyn. Okay, well, I didn't even know that it was a Marilyn Monroe song, so... How do you not notice with the boo-boo, bidoo? Like, it just felt very vintage Marilyn. Nothing. I, I, I understood it. I didn't approve of it. No! It. it was so bad. It was so bad. It was a blonde... It was I a guess. Marilyn Monroe hairstyle. Yeah, but like a horrific Marilyn Monroe style. Well, it it just doesn't look right on Karina. No, no. She's not a blonde. She's not the like 50s swoop-a-doop. No. So it was a choice. The other choice, their package for week seven was so tense and combative. Yes. It was verging on uncomfortable because of course they're trying to learn two dances he's just feeling like he's not succeeding at them mm -hmm. he feels very busy as well they're like butting heads hardcore mm -hmm. getting angry at each other and then mario just starts talking about his niece that he hasn't met yet yeah it's such an odd it is such an odd package because he like like not screams but like he's talking to, to karina and he's like she goes are you are you um filming on this weekend and he's like i'm filming i don't know my lines i don't know what scene what scenes i'm in i don't know my second dance i don't even know my first dance and you're like oh my god okay like that's not the mario that we have seen previously and then mm -hmm. he's like uh but i got to go see my family and i got to meet my niece and i'm like okay, okay. it was it was such a weird turn yeah it was like a flip of a switch that no yeah it was so weird like but, honestly i wanted to go down that i wanted to go down the first path of them uh -huh. continuing to kind of be at odds uh -huh. and samantha didn't even ask a follow-up on that no which i felt was a missed opportunity uh -huh. uh, Question. Mario, one of his frustrations is Karina was finding, like, if we were hitting a wall on one dance, I just wanted to move to the other style to teach him things. And Mario was so against that. Mm -hmm. Question. Do you think you would be okay with that style? Like, oh, you know what? I'm having trouble with the foxtrot. Let's just move on to the jive. Or would I, you want to finish one and then go to the next? I think I would be able to flip-flop between them. But I think, you know, I would need a minute, obviously, to, like, go out and collect myself, you know, like, like get into a new mindset. Like, I don't think I could go from being, knowing that I hit a wall and knowing that I'm messing up a dance, and then them being like, all right, let's just move on to a drive. I'd be like, hold on, give me a second to, like, clear my head out real quick because otherwise I'm just bringing this negative energy into a drive mm -hmm. but I don't think that I would be like I cannot move on to a second dance until I know dance one from beginning to end I don't mm -hmm. think I would be that way yeah I think I would be nervous to do that because then it would just become 
am I sacrificing the other dance for mm-hmm. this one that I'm already struggling with? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think I would need like, let's find some sort of stopping point. Like, yes, maybe we're going to struggle through for like 10 more minutes. Yeah. But let's find a natural stopping point and then move. Yeah, I don't think I could just be like, oh, I'm so frustrated right in this moment. All right, flip the switch. Let's go do this other thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could do that. Yeah. So the Marilyn Foxtrot, um, I thought it was nice. (laughs) I can't say too much without giving away everything that I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. So it was a beautiful dance. I think it was a technically very well performed dance but again I just was not feeling it and Mm -hmm. like there was just something missing and I think who he followed up and how I reacted to that dance to go from one where like I was just feeling so many emotions to the next where I'm just lacking in those emotions just seeing that big contrast then for me worked against Mario yeah, I don't disagree. It it didn't necessarily spark in ways that made me excited mm-hmm. about it. I recognized how it was technically good. He danced really smoothly through mm-hmm. the moves. Mm-hmm. That was something, again, you saw more of that progression that he's been struggling with. So it was it was very good. I cannot fault it. But did it leave me excited? No. 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 Which... I'm gonna say is pretty similar for the jive. Yeah. Um, on his Foxtrot, Mario scored a 29, two tens and a nine, got the nine from one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one part of the Foxtrot that I really did enjoy, which is when he kind of spun Karina and Shima and like blew a kiss to Len, or like I think even maybe like touched Len with her like hand. And I really enjoyed that little, mm-hmm. that small moment. Again, it was so Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mr. Dance Master. <laughs> Marilyn? No, that was a terrible, like, I, I, like, every now and then we'll just do, like, happy birthday, Mr. President. That is not the voice I would ever do for that. I don't know why it was that voice for this. Clearly my voice work is A plus. Spot design. on. Spot on. So the jive that I was trying to naturally seg into before, before I forgot the score or whatever, um, the jive to shake a tail feather. Katie, you are a jive connoisseur. You're a jive talker. What'd you think of this one? I really enjoyed it. I liked this one more than I liked his ballroom dance. He is just, he's so good. Like he is just such a good dancer so like even if I'm not necessarily connecting emotionally with the dance he is so good and that was like my biggest takeaway from this one um I thought some of his arm extensions were kind of odd but I thought that he did dance the heck out of it and I couldn't tell if there was like one misplaced kick like I felt like he kicked out and Karina definitely did not kick out I didn't notice that, but obviously okay. that's such a small moment. Like, it's possible I did miss it. Yeah. Yeah, the judges commented on the wonky, just kind of floating arms mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to surprise you with this one. 
Hit me with it. I was wildly is maybe an overstatement, but I was disappointed with this. Okay. It felt like he was trying so hard to be like loose and relaxed that it almost came off like too like hunched too over like he was leading with his neck a lot uh-huh. um he was just like trying so hard to be kind of carefree loose jive feel that somehow it circled back around to like overly tense mm-hmm. and just knowing how fiery he can be when he's dancing mm-hmm. this just didn't feel oomph enough yep Um, I did love one small moment in this. There was a moment where they like together are both lifting a leg up and like had the knee up and it seemed like we're about to do a kick out. And then they just like held that for a beat and didn't do the kick and just held frozen for a second and then like put the other foot down. So they never kicked that foot out. And I was like, that is again thrilling is such a dumb word when i'm talking about a small moment that just but i just went like yes as soon as that happened because it's exciting you don't expect it no no i think that is one of the things that i've really enjoyed about these first couple seasons of dancing with the stars is i feel like we're seeing inventive moves like that that Mm -hmm. we don't get to see a ton of because event like a jive is a jive but like i i don't know that i have seen a ton of people do that move and it is thrilling when it happens it just begs the question of like when we see certain moves over and over eventually they stop being exciting Mm -hmm. but there are these things you can do that i don't understand why we just don't get more of because you can do inventive things and until like a move like that gets overplayed then we're still every time we see it going to be like wow that's so cool i love it mm-hmm. so i you can do things within the rules that can be exciting mm-hmm. and that's why it's fun injecting some of these new pros in that are ballroom people because they are doing things that you can do and work and play well karina has been such a good addition to this season yes she has i think you and i have both said it like She's not, I I obviously love her because she's been on the show for as long as she has, but she's not necessarily someone that I um, have like considered a favorite of mine, but I am loving her this season. Mm -hmm. It's, it has made me appreciate Karina Smirnoff, Mm -hmm. really. So for the jive, they get straight nines, 27 Um, for their three dances because they combine their week six and week seven scores, they get an 84 out of 90. Mm-hmm. And top of the leaderboard. Top of the leaderboard. Top of the table. Our next dancer up is star of the Emmy-winning High School Musical. I love that you do this every time. Monique Coleman and her partner, Louis Van Intensite. Yes. For their week six dance they mm-hmm. do a samba to abc mm-hmm. odd song choice and considering what this samba is and what they do with it um 
it is an odd song choice. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so, um. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to talk about this one in a weird way because so many strange choices all the way down. Yeah. I don't know which of them come from Louie, which come from her, which come from production. But yeah. all of this together is just... It's a lot. I don't even know where to, like, start with it. So let's just... Let's let, talk about okay. the clown. Let's talk yeah. about the clown. So Tommy the clown comes to, to get her to loosen up and to get her to not think as much when she's mm -hmm. dancing. So he... And he is... Uh, basically the inventor or a, a major proponent of crumping. And Louis's idea is we're going to start this Samba, get Monique to loosen up and really she's asked for a solo before we're going to give her a solo, but I'm not going to choreograph it. Yeah, it just and you're no gonna, sense. and it's going to be a crumping solo at for the start of the Samba. It doesn't make any and like I okay let's be real like Mario's Mambo kind of started with a solo kind of and so like sometimes in seasons well down the line like they do things where they're like okay the star has to start with the 20 second solo or however long mm -hmm. so like I couldn't tell if that was happening in this episode but they were trying to play it off but then we'll get to it later no the, I the I truly come, yeah it was I so truly think this was because Something I noticed in these couple episodes, they were starting by showing like close-ups of the stars in some dances. Like uh -huh. Mario's jive starts with a close-up of him doing his jive choreography. And when they cut to a wide shot where they finally are coming together, it turns out Karina has been doing the same moves. Mm -hmm. But we didn't see her do it. We only saw Mario dancing it. So it felt mm -hmm. like a Mario solo. So I think that's how some of these have felt, that we're just seeing one person dancing, mm -hmm. which doesn't give us the whole. But this one is legitimately Monique, like, runs onto the dance floor, yep. goes around the audience, like, does some things, and then picks up Louie from the stairs where he's been sitting the whole time. Yep. Yeah. I I get trying to get her to again open up, go bigger. And Carrie Ann says that at the end, that I understand you were trying to kind of listen to my feedback and give me what I've been asking you for. Mm -hmm. But this is absolutely a misguided way to address that criticism. Yeah, it was all of it was just so bizarre. So the the dance itself, I I was underwhelmed. I thought that her costume was atrocious. I think it's one of the worst costumes. The, like, stringy pink things? Yeah, where she has, like, a tail or something. Like, it was just so, it was so atrocious. It was so bizarre. Um, it, the song choice was weird. I thought that Louis outdanced her. I thought that she didn't match his energy level. Like, all of it was just weird to me. I disagree that she didn't match his energy. I thought she, by starting out by running out onto the floor and doing like crumping moves and like going along the audience, like dancing and shimmying at people and doing things. It 
set her on kind of a near out of control start mm-hmm. and it also led it in just a very weird tonal place mm-hmm. i did like that louis in the rest of the choreography had nods at crumping yeah but they felt out of place in a samba well and it's just what len says in his criticism len says it was a hodgepodge of moves and like mm-hmm. that's truly how the dance felt like it, it was just a bizarre dance but 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 we did get a forward facing samba roll and they were so close together and it was such a deep lean yes it was kind of an impressive samba roll oh a hundred percent impressive samba roll But again, the dance as a whole was just so bizarre that like, Mm -hmm. I loved that move so much, but that one samba roll in a 90 second dance does not make a samba. It felt way longer than 90 seconds though. For me, this dance felt like the longest one of the night, Mm -hmm. not necessarily a good thing, Yep. but I was just like, I can't believe it's still happening. Mm -hmm. So nine from Carrie Ann, sevens from the boys. Which my jaw dropped at the seven. It wasn't wrong. No, it wasn't. But being this far in the competition, Mm -hmm. it it was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So a 23 for Monique in week Mm -hmm. six. Going forward to week seven, she, in her ballroom round, dances a quick step to luck be a lady. Mm Mm-hmm. Katie, was luck on her side? Yes, but no. Because she, as Len said, she didn't need luck. Um, but it, I feel like I am being so harsh on her. And I don't want to come off this way. Um, I thought it was a very difficult dance. And I thought that she danced it okay. But, like, I don't feel like she emotes when she's in hold. I think when she gets in hold, she feels like she can hide behind Louie. And I thought that her frame lacked energy. So, like, it was still a good dance, and Luck was kind of on her side, but also it wasn't. So I've been up and down on Monique this whole season. This is one of those weeks. If week six was a down on Monique week, week seven was way, way up for Uh me. I loved, I loved this quick step. I loved it. I loved that in the package, she came out firing right away angry about the judging angry about inconsistencies both kind of just in accordance with like judging for her across week to week Mm -hmm. but then also perceived differences on how she was being judged as opposed to the male contestants Mm -hmm. do i necessarily see that like her versus the males no but i do think there's kind of inconsistent wavering 
on how they are judging her week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, even if she shouldn't be angry about the judging of that of that horrible, horrible opening solo for their Samba. Yeah. But whatever. I just loved seeing the fire from her. Mm-hmm. And then they do this quick step. I just thought, like, her feet, so lovely. There were a lot of, like, small, tiny steps she would take that just had such lightness, such grace about them. I didn't even notice her dress gets caught on the bottom of her foot. No, no. I I went back and watched it and found and was like, oh man, could not tell. I, I, when I was watching, I was like, oh, it's, yes, I I could find it. But watching back, I was like, oh, this was the section where I was like, is this just a weird camera angle? Like I was just confused about what was happening. And it turns out, no, it's that um, as they're doing like side to side kicks and things, Uh the dress is caught at that time. And I could not believe like she stayed upright and then they like travel across the floor and it's still caught on the bottom. Wow. I was just like, Monique, you go. Mm -hmm. Like she just had such control in this lovely lines. I did laugh that at the end, Louis is the one that kind of messes up that he did not have any control on her. And Uh she just like, threw herself out for this final pose and Louis is clearly like grasping at her to make sure he like doesn't drop her yep yep i saw that oh i just i i loved it i loved this quick step she looked beautiful like even though luck be a lady is supposed to be like 40s 50s kind of that to me she looked like a member of the supremes in this dress and wig Oh, or hair. Yeah, like, actually, yeah, she 100%. looked beautiful. Yeah, she did. It got a good score. She scored a twenty-seven. She got straight nines for her quick step. I can't fault it because she does kind of slip, and that's what causes the dress to get caught. Mm-hmm. However, like I loved it so much. I would give it a ten. <laughs> would I? Maybe not. Maybe. Not. Um, moving right along to their Latin round, they dance a paso. Mm-hmm. So again, for you're me, starting this episode so positively. You love everything. For me, good, not great. It was another super fast paso. It it was like a Mario paso, where like it just it was so quick, and there was so much in it. I wished that I like right when I was right when I was going to write down God I wish that she would do more cape work I wish that she would do something with her dress right as I'm about to write that down she lifts her dress up and she swishes it a little bit so like she gave me everything I just wasn't it wasn't clicking for me it feels like we haven't had nearly enough capes in Passos I agree up to this point in the show i'm sure if we went back we would actually see capes but it just feels emotionally like we haven't had many capes <laughs> emotionally correct i know is what is edna mode designing these things lol 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 that's a disney brand reference <laughs> Um, I thought that her timing got a little off sometimes when she would lift her i couldn't tell if she was meant to lift her arms before louis 
or what was going on. It just, there was small moments like that where I was like, I can't tell if this is what is supposed to be happening or if you are a little bit off. Like, I just wasn't quite sure. I hear everything you're saying, but it worked for me. Yeah, it, and like, that's great. That's great. Like, what you said isn't wrong. That it, mm-hmm. it was a fast passo, And the music was not angry enough for a posso. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, however, yes, that's a very good way of saying it. However, what I was impressed by was how Louis and Monique were bringing an intensity, a fire to it, despite not being given anything by the music. So I really liked that. I saw the passion, the flair that they were giving it. Mm-hmm. So I, I liked that a lot. I just left this being like, she's so flexible. She just, I love the way she moves. Once again, I loved the end of this dance uh, that he like kicks over her head as she's like dropping into this death drop sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it when she works, when she's like doing well on the show, she does so well. Yeah. Doesn't always happen. But when she's clicking, like, it's all cylinders. Yeah. Yeah. She brings, I will say, even though I did feel like she was lacking some energy, like, in her frame, in her first dance, like, she does bring 100% every time. Every time she is out on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. Why y'all gagging? She brings it to you every time. Nope. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Straight nines again. 27 she scores 77 out of 90 for her three dances she does land in the bottom two for this week Mm -hmm. but she survives to live another day Mm -hmm. as much as i like her i will say this would you agree katie she's kind of kind of number four out of yeah. the yeah. four left. I think so. I would I would put her as four out of four. Mm-hmm. A fantastic final yes. four. Like I'm not I'm not mad about any of the final oh, four. This final four. Even hot take. This final five is great. Yes. Yep. <laughs> to to an extent. Yep. No. <laughs> to I'm, an pick, extent. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm I'm following. I'm tracking. Mm-hmm. But who knows, maybe she'll surprise the world in 2006. So who's up next, Chris? It's Joey Lawrence and Edita Slavinska. And wouldn't you know it, they're dancing our favorite, our beloved, uh, rumba. They're gonna look like lovers out there. And she has a fiance and he has a wife. What are they going to do? I will say, I appreciated, though, that this was like, this was not a, I'm bringing in my wife because I'm, you know, conservative and I need to check with her. Like, I've loved, they get done doing, you know, the a run through of the dance and the wife's like, you can do that better. Like, you could be like, you know, more in mm-hmm. love. Like, I liked that they took that route and not the, oh, I just could never be intimately close with another woman, mm-hmm. you know? 
Yeah, because at, at first it feels like they might go that way because Edita's mm-hmm. like, oh, it could be kind of awkward for us. But I think part of what she was probably thinking, because they talk a lot about how they have like a legitimate burgeoning friendship yes. of a partnership. And that's what it is. And so trying to do sexy, especially like for him who just clearly is uncomfortable expressing Mm-hmm. Like being sexy. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I love that they bring in his wife to be like, am I looking sexy enough? Yeah. How many more times can I say that word in like a short span? Five. All right. Let's see if I can do it before the end of our talk about the rumba. So that costume that Edita is wearing... <gasps> And not only, so we could say so many words about this sexy outfit that she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts by literally just like draping a bed sheet and like, like fur unfurling it in the background and just like waving it around. Okay, but that was sexy. It was so sexy. It was like, it was wonderful. And then she like drops the bed sheet and it basically is revealed that she's still like draped in a bed sheet. Yes. It's like a half like toga thing. It yes. is like this big white billowing thing. And on then the other, side, and, and then the on the other half is... is like bikini top and like nothing just there. all leg. Yes. All sexy leg. I loved it. I loved the costume. I loved it so much. And, like, truly, for the bedroom dance, I don't know how we haven't just gotten exposed bed sheets more often. <laughs> I didn't necessarily think of it as, like, a bed sheet. I thought of it as more of, like, a curtain. Like, the, the fabric material of it was, like, a curtain that is very, like, see-through so like satin bed sheet sure it's a it's a big white piece of cloth yeah it's either a pirate sail or a bed sheet (laughs) and one of those is more likely to be found in a sexy thing (laughs) unless you're talking about Kira Knightley at the end of Pirates 3 and like the black dress on the beach with Orlando Bloom is this a reference that means anything to you? Is this a tangent I should pursue? No, I know that. I know this. Ugh. One of the most sexy moments in all of cinema. That's five. Thank you. All <laughs> right. <laughs> the dance. <laughs> Why does he start with the microphone? I don't know. The lip singing. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god. I rolled my eyes so hard. Thank goodness Carrie Ann is just like, I hated it. I yeah. hated it. Why did you start with it? And I was like, Carrie Ann, come Thank be on you. our podcast because we would say the same thing. Carrie Ann is doing the Lord's work out there. Like, just to bluntly be like, I hated it. I was like, snaps for you, Carrie Ann. I hated it too. She was much more seductive than he was. Yes. She extended the heck out of that leg. That exposed leg was doing the Lord's work. (laughs) (laughs) I I loved it so Mm -hmm. much. And by it, I mean the leg. The leg. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He he moved surprisingly naturally. Yeah. The rumba is not his dance. The rumba is not his dance, but he did his best. 
And there were some moments of brilliance in the choreography Mm -hmm. when she extended that leg and then he like grabs it and like pulls closer to her. Mm -hmm. I gasped. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. It was really nice. Yeah, I think some of his hip movements were just a little awkward. Like, you could, he was moving naturally, but then you could tell that some of it really felt unnatural to mm-hmm. him. Yes. It just, I think the, the bedroom stylings of the rumba just were not something that he was able to grasp so well. But I did enjoy the dance. Like, I really did. As far as rumbas go, I'm not going to say, like, I don't know that I can say it was my favorite, but, like, I really did enjoy this rumba. I say this in the nicest way. I enjoyed it mostly for Edita. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. But like you said, like you said, a rumba is a female stance. Mm-hmm. So what if we just abolished rumbas? I can only hope. Straight eights, 24. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, not worthy of a nine. Now, Katie, do you think their week seven foxtrot was worthy of nines? Yes. Yeah. Do you not? Uh, okay, here's here's the thing. It was an attempt at a transition. It was an attempt. I actually, I had some problems with this foxtrot. It was to sing it in the rain. Yep. And in the package, Joey expresses a great love, admiration, respect mm-hmm. for Gene Kelly. Mm-hmm. They do some very gene kelly in singing in the rain-esque moves especially Mm -hmm. in the middle Mm -hmm. i hated that whole section should have cut the whole part why did you hate it do you like do you hate it just because singing in the rain and gene kelly means so much to you or did you hate it because it didn't work in a foxtrot the latter i've seen singing in the rain once and i think it's fine okay Um, I, I think I wasn't necessarily, like, really familiar with that styling of movie musical. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, Good Morning, Good Morning from that movie is a perfect dance number. A okay. perfect dance number. But, like, Gene Kelly's, like, balletic jazz stylings, verging on tap dance-esque moves, are not appropriate for the middle of a foxtrot. Mm-hmm. I get it. You're not wrong. I I think maybe I was just feeling like, I don't even feel like I'm feeling emotional, but maybe I was just feeling emotional when I was watching these episodes. I felt their joy. There is a time in the dance where Edita starts beaming. And like, I felt that. Like, I just really enjoyed this dance. Was I terrified that Len was going to say that it was too much messing about? Yes. Was I... I expected him to. Yeah. and So I was disappointed that he didn't. Yeah, not a peep out of him. But, like, I really enjoyed it. Like, it just made me happy. And Len does point out there were no heel leads. And I was like, I... Even I recognize that. I am not the best at determining heel leads, but I knew there were none. It was just that middle section was too big for the rest of it for this like smooth, mm-hmm. pretty subtle foxtrot. And then you do this like break hold and do like Gene Kelly on the back lot singing in the rain. Mm-hmm. 
it just didn't fit tonally for me. Also, small personal note, I like that song faster. Oh, so okay. It, and and it they kind of switched to a slightly faster or it felt like a faster styling once it they switched to the out of hold portion. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, run it just a hair faster. And mm-hmm. I think maybe I might have liked the dance more. I it just felt I a little lacking that. in energy. I can absolutely see that. But I agree. I don't want to take away the joy because obviously this meant a lot to him mm-hmm. and they had a lot of fun doing it. It just, it didn't work for me. They just, at the beginning of the dance, before it's even started, when, you know, they are announced, she blows a kiss at him and you see him catch it and like, I don't even know, like put it on his cheek or something like that. Like, they just have such a good friendship. And I just, I really, really, really enjoy this pairing. And They're I really, a fa- they I are felt a fabulous it. partnership. Yep, I felt it in their foxtrot. I really did. And now, Chris, it's time. Mambo! It's too bad they didn't actually do five Mambos. Because I would have loved... If they did five Mambos in a row and the last one was to Mambo number five. Well, Tom says, yeah, I would have. Yes, because Tom that says that. And I, I liked that, but I was like, the joke would work better if, if it truly was all were. Mambos. Yeah. So they're the last dance of the night for week seven. Their Mambo, if I thought Monique's Samba was a little bit out of control. I thought Joey's Mambo was just spinning out the whole time. He seemed like too energized to me. He was ahead a lot of times, it seemed. It just threatened like he was about to go way out of bounds, out Mm -hmm. of control. I didn't feel that. I felt like he had okay control. I think he was kind of right on the edge, but like I didn't see it spiraling out of control. I thought it was fun. I thought they really ended the night with a bang. Um, and he can shimmy. Oh my God. He can shimmy. He can move. He just didn't necessarily. He didn't necessarily do it for me in week seven. Mm-hmm. I something about these two just didn't work mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I can I can see why he should continue. I'm I'm not saying like okay this should be the end of Joey. No, Joey is great. Mm-hmm. This week something was off, and maybe it had to do with the fact that they were in the bottom two in week six when no one was eliminated, and he felt like now we have to really make up for that. But, I don't know, it just felt really, try hard isn't the word. It's just like, he was so pumped up by this that I just thought it, it was too far. I can, I can understand that and I can follow that, that thought. But like, I also, I guess I took it more as, he was just so excited to continue his journey that he 
it's almost like Lisa Rinna. Like he didn't want to leave anything on the dance floor. So he was just going for it and he he really committed and and it did work for me for this week. Yeah, for me, you have to bottle it up to a certain degree that you can't go too far. Mm-hmm. And he was verging at times, I would say he he did pass the line that it it just lacked the finesse because he was so excited about it. Mm-hmm. And I understand how it happens. And I also understand the judges raved about it. The audience loved it. I can understand how that would feel really infectious in the ballroom. But watching it on my screen, I just felt... It was a little it, much. Yeah. Yeah. And and he was letting his energy take him too far. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can overdance you can overperform and i felt that's what was happening in this mambo okay i'm picking up what you're putting down yeah but it was just me because the judges um the judges for the mambo bruno gave it a 10 nines from carrie ann and len for a 28 um in their previous dance in their foxtrot they got 10 9 10 for 29 so over the three dances, he scored an 81 out of 90. It put him solidly in the middle, which again, feels correct. Yeah, he's in the he's in the proper standing. Honestly, the way the scoring worked out after the three dances was correct. Yes, I 100% agree. Maybe Monique should have been a little bit closer to the top three. But not with that Samba. Yeah, not with that Samba. Emotionally, it feels like she should be closer, but no, not I, with that samba. I get that part, but then if you think about the dances that got her there, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, you had to remind me. Chuck, 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 Let's go, Christopher. So let's talk about Twinkle Toes. I am fully on board this train. I love him. I I get it. I have I have hopped on board. I am selling tickets. I am writing letters home. I want everything to do with Emmett and Cheryl. Let's talk about the specific dances, and then we'll get further into my feelings on one Emmett Smith, and one Miss Cheryl Mother Fork and Burke. Mm-hmm. They do a jive in week six. Mm-hmm. It is so much fun. It is a joy. It is a joy of a jive. Yeah, I literally... Like, teared up from just... <laughs> yeah, can you believe? I felt so ridiculous. From Katie, just... knowing you, there is no part of that sentence that's surprising. You're like, can you believe it? I was emotional because I loved... Yes, Katie, we know. <laughs> I literally was... I was grinning from ear to ear. I was tearing up. Like, it was pure joy. I am not saying it is without fault or I've had, oh, like, yeah. I had issues with the dance. Like mm-hmm. it was not a great dance, but like 
it, the way that it made me feel, I am all in on him. Are you ready for maybe a hot take? I kind of have a hot take about the drive too. You go ahead. I get Emmett. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yep. And this dance helped me get it. Yep. Yes, there were mistakes. But there was part of me that just wanted to be like, I don't care. I don't care that there were mistakes. Because it was fun. I I agreed with the score. In the Mm -hmm. end, I agreed with Mm 889.25. I agreed with it but I had a great time watching it. He clearly was enjoying doing it. Mm-hmm. It was an infectious amount of joy. Mm-hmm. I also liked watching as the dance went on, there was more snap in his kicks. So the like quibbles I had early on, I was able to sort of let them go because he started doing better. And I was like, great, I can just enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I think that his his lightness on his feet, which has, you know, the reason that he's been dubbed Twinkle Toes, and it's it's factual and it's accurate and I'm on board with it, but like the lightness in his feet didn't really allow him to be sharp and to really kick. So I think that that was almost kind of working against him for this style of dance. But like you said too, like it it just sometimes does feel like he might not be able to go out there and be at a hundred from that first step. It might take him a couple of seconds to really get into the dance, but like the, the, um, the joy that he feels and that you feel watching him tapers over all of that. It's like, I think Carrie Ann says, what you watch him and think, this is who I want to be when I'm dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what I think I can be. Mm-hmm. He's fun stuff. Yep. Which my my revelation in some ways, or what felt like my real turning point on Emmett, mm-hmm. met some tests in week seven. <laughs> Why? Are you kidding me? Katie. Chris. I felt so vindicated in their waltz when the judges were talking about his straight arm extensions. And okay, I was well, like, Thank Yeah, the, you. the one comment that was made, I think you need to like calm down. Also, I literally wrote down that you were vindicated in my notes. So before you jump down my throat, I see you. I'm not I'm you. not trying to jump down your throat. I'm just saying, and I was like, the judges you said it. You are trying to you are trying to spoil my fun right now and I no. will not stand for it because that waltz was beautiful. Okay. I was not against it. And do I want to talk about do I want to talk about this now or do I want to save it for their mambo? I'm going to save it for their mambo. But this gets into the just sort of I think again we're diving into the psychoanalysis of my reactions to Emmett Smith. I and just how, think you need to how, recognize that literally, I, literally in the last two minutes, I was like, I've turned a corner on, on Emmett Smith. And now I'm like, okay, well, here's my problems with Emmett Smith. I love him so much. I will defend him for every 
every second of this podcast. Whereas I'm like vaguely like running to catch up and I'm like hopping on the caboose and then I'm like, "Mm, maybe not. Then I'll like hop off and be like, "Mm, maybe run, 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 hop on. So I thought his waltz was so good. I thought his waltz was amazing. I thought it was elegant. I thought it was charming. I thought it was like, I truly thought it was a true delight. His frame was impeccable to me. His timing was superb. I, I had little to no fault in his waltz. So I already said what my fault was, which was his straight arm extensions when he's like doing that. But his posture was great. Mm -hmm. He did indeed look very graceful and elegant Mm -hmm. in hold. Um, I thought it was just a really lovely job all around. Mm -hmm. I did like it. I understand now when the judges say things and they're like, here is the problem I had with it. And the audience boos. And they're like, what? I still liked this. Like, I liked this waltz a lot. <laughs> but trying to say anything negative, and immediately it's just like, boo, we hate hearing anything that was wrong with it. And it's like, no, I'm still probably going to give it a nine. But I'm allowed to feel that it wasn't perfect. And you're allowed to give it a 10. I'm giving it a 10. I literally wrote down, I would give it a 10. It was also kind of a weird song. It was like a lullaby sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it was I just, he just so really graceful. Looked, yes, he looked so good out there. Graceful, elegant. Like, he is so good. And... I did love, I loved that they kind of expressed trepidation that it didn't feel like the waltz was going to be Emmett's dance. Mm -hmm. And Carrie Ann gives it a 10. Mm -hmm. And the pure, unadulterated shock and joy on their faces, how could you not love them? Amen. I think that's like kind of part of it too, is I'm not saying that he wants this more than anybody else, because I think everyone there is like so badly wants to be there and wants to be a part of it. But like, it it truly does. Not many of the other contestants have had their faces light up with such genuine emotion the way that his did. And I'm not saying that he wants it more. It's just more palpable. Well, that may come from, because again, they were genuinely surprised. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that the other four, or at least like sort of our other three contenders, Mario, Mm -hmm. Joey, Monique, they are actor performers. True. They they know how performances work. They might not have dance experience or certain dance experiences. Uh Um, But there's a certain level of this that is relatively in their wheelhouses. Mm -hmm. Because this is so far outside of Emmett's, I think it just always seems to genuinely surprise him that he is doing well at this. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And that's what I think makes this fun. Because, like, your other frontrunner, Mario, Mario, like, does get very bashful around the judges. Gets very, like, thank you, I'm really happy that you liked that yeah but like mario clearly knows he is great and he wants to please the judges he wants to please the audience mm -hmm. but he knows he can do it mm -hmm. Emmett, is it weird to say like because he doesn't express like non-confidence but do you maybe I feel like I get the sense that Emmett is not confident that he's ever going to be good at this. A hundred percent. And it, again, like confidence isn't quite the right word. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's like a disbelief or like what it is exactly, but like yeah. everything you are saying is a hundred percent correct. Cause I would argue, argue Joey also has that confidence that he knows that he can mm -hmm. put on a good performance. Whereas Emmett doesn't. Yeah. Cause Emmett clearly knows he can have fun doing this. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's almost like he doesn't realize he's as good as he is. Yep. Yep. And and part of that probably comes from when he's on a football field, he doesn't have to perform things on his face. He doesn't have to give a character. He does have to do things with his body, but like it's very different than this. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Who knows if any of that psychoanalysis is correct, but... We never claim to be experts. They're Mambo. I thought he felt a little bit, like, hunched over, perhaps. But I don't know what's okay and not in a Mambo. I know. I just I know. noticed, like, he kept his arms kind of tight mm -hmm. into him. Which, which worked for the way he was getting his hips to move. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't know if that was okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just making a note of it. I'm not jumping down your throat. No, yeah. I'm 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 saying that for the listener, not you. Oh, Just okay. like I I don't know if that was okay. And stylistically, he kept that up and was like doing like shoulder rolls, so it worked. Mm -hmm. But it, nobody made comment of it, so thought it was interesting. Um, they did a lot of things trying to be in sync that were not in sync. Like, you said that about Monique before. I didn't notice it. I'm saying with Emmett, there were times, like, they were, especially, like, at the end, they were doing these, like, arm things out, and they were not quite together. Okay. Um, but, I missed it. I must have missed it. But it was a very fun dance. And the thing here is where I'm going to kind of lay bare what I think has been true of so much of Emmett Smith for me. He is so much fun. His performance was so much fun. And it just made me so happy to watch. I enjoyed it. I had such a good time. I also recognized there were some mistakes. There were some things that didn't work. And what I found myself wrestling with was... Does that make me want to be more picky? Because I'm like, well, it was fun, but here's all the problems with it. Or does it make me want to go, but it was fun, so let's not be picky. And usually, the not fun part of me wins out and says, I'm going to be pickier. And I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> That's it? You're done? Yeah, because I legitimately... 
it don't says, know. It says it says more about me than it does about him, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like I just struggle with that. I'm like, it was fun, but I have all the problems with it. Let me really go hard on those things. Like, I don't know why I want to go further in on something that I thought was fun but flawed. Why can't I just have fun with it? Why can't I go? Why can't I get on the train? I don't know. I really wish that you would. I loved his mambo. I absolutely loved it. I'm sure you did. I absolutely loved it. He can shimmy. He can move his body. He is a true delight to watch in every dance that he does. It was fun. It was fast. It was Emmett. He was feeling it. I was feeling it. The judges were feeling it. Bruno, the beast is unleashed. Carrie Ann dubs him Sir Shimmy. Len says it might be the best dance of the whole season. Yeah, let's hear your comment on that. Len dubs it a 10. Mm-hmm. So is Len wrong? No, I'm not going to fault that. The thing is, because in my brain, I'm like, I don't think that was the best dance of the season. I Again, I think it's one that probably played so well in the place because he is so infectious. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was not as rough on TV as I thought Joey's sort of was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could easily declare a best dance of the season in part because arguably two of the best dances of the season were also rule-breaking ones that made me so mad. But yeah. I would go back and watch them because they were incredible. Yeah. So that's the problem for me. Kind of my favorite things were bad. <laughs> yep. So I'm I'm not right there on the train with you. I, I want to be. But are you on anybody's train? Like, you're not on Mario's train all the way, are you? I mean, I am on the Mario train. I, I have been. And I, it, like, honestly, if I'm rooting for anybody, I am rooting for Mario because he is so dang good. Okay. I'm not necessarily always, like, thrilled by everything he does. Mm-hmm. And, like, really, this couple weeks are sort of the least like passionate about mario that i've been all season because even i was so mad about the rule breaking but i had such passionate feelings because i cared about him so much Mm -hmm. and i cared about those dances so much Mm -hmm. these ones were like they were good yeah so i i maybe feel less on the mario train than i have but i am all in on mario okay But I, I like everybody. It's what I've said. Like, I, I yeah. really like Monique. I, no, I know. I agree. Like, I do think Emmett is just so much fun to watch. He is a great contestant. Like, Joey, again, Joey and Edita is maybe the biggest delight of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if there are greater pleasures to be found elsewhere. Mm-hmm. They're the biggest delight. So Emmett and Cheryl score a 29 for their Mambo, two tens and a nine from Bruno, and the crowd booed that nine so hard. It was hysterical how much they hated that that nine. It was and so funny. The thing was, I was sitting over here like, if this gets a 30, 
I riot. <laughs> Whereas I was like, fork Bruno. How did he not give it a 30? You were the loudest boo. <laughs> so I was leading the charge. Um, so Emmett over the three dances ends up with 82 out of 90, landing him in second place. Yep. Two points behind Mario, one point ahead of Joey. Mm-hmm. Which feels right yes it it feels right that those three are so close together yes and again it feels emotionally like monique should be like right around the level of joey yeah but considering that samba you get it it makes sense but monique is 13 points ahead of the man who is in the bottom two both weeks and goes home after week seven It is time to bid a fond farewell. And I truly mean a fond farewell, mostly, to Jerry Springer and his partner, Kim Legs for Days Johnson. Katie, you gave me a very strange look why I said a mostly fond farewell, but you forget the dance we have to talk about in week six. Well, week seven so makes up for it. Week seven makes up for it no it so makes up for it makes up for it katie makes up the the crimes of this week six dance are maybe his this is maybe the worst dance of the season i would argue it maybe is the worst dance of the history of the show thus far i think it's worse than the paso noble no no that is a bridge too far. I thought this was a horrible dance. So, Jerry and Kim do a pos. They attempt a paso. Yeah. I mean, what... The problem is, why I'm not necessarily willing to go that far, but I can understand why you would. Mm-hmm. When I say they attempt a paso, they don't really attempt a paso. It literally felt like we were watching a like a rehearsal. Like it didn't feel like it like it, it didn't work. I truly I had no words for it. And like well, I, I tried to figure out like what I could say on the podcast about it and things like that. And like I I think that she attempted too much. And I would have been so much happier if she just would have made sure that like his frame was perfect or something tangible like that. But there were there were no good points of the dance. Well, I didn't even feel they attempted that much because it was so much gimmick. Yeah. Like the whole thing was going for like a comedy routine of Jerry is like a timid bullfighter and kim is the bull yeah and there was so much shtick it it wasn't very funny it wasn't very entertaining no when he did attempt to dance it was like clunky and unnatural yeah it just what can be said about it it was just an unfortunate dance like it it I'm so happy that that wasn't his last dance Mm -hmm. because I I would have hated if that was the last of him that we got to see. Mm -hmm. Yes. Much like Len, I couldn't really paso comment. 
Uh, <laughs> you think you're so funny, don't no, you? No, I think Len is so funny. I love him. Yeah, so his Paso scores, I would argue, too high. It scores an, It is way too high. It scores an 18, a 7, a 6, and a 5. I mean, straight sixes would have been a little too high for it. Yep. Um, it just... It was not good, but it did make me sad the way that, like, in the interview with Samantha, he almost sounded ready to throw in the towel. I know. I know. And that feeling is really going to ramp up in week seven. Yep. And just the way that he looked walking over to the judges, like, all of it just broke my heart. Because mm-hmm. you, you knew that he knew. Because... I don't think he ever would have felt comfortable doing a Paso. Mm-hmm. But then I'm not going to fault Kim for this, but it did. It really did not feel like she gave him a lot to work with. Mm-hmm. Not that he executed what he was given well either. Yeah. yeah. And it, honestly, who knows? That might mean maybe she cut some stuff because they just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Which I would believe. So then in week seven, they get a stay of the executioner's hand and they begin their ballroom round with a foxtrot to my way. He talks about how his daughter called him and said that she knows he can do better. And you could just tell, like, it changed his mood. Like, I think that it really did. It it set up the dance well kind of knowing that he was going into it saying, I am giving this my best effort. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the Foxtrot was a delight. I thought it was so lovely. I thought he looked elegant. I thought he had great frame and good posture. I thought, like, hands down, it was his best dance. Kim was beaming in that dance. I thought it was nice. Mm-hmm. I thought he is classy. He just has such an enjoyable presence. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily come away thinking a lot about the dance. It wasn't particularly memorable for me. I did like that it seemed their approach this time was for both dances, we're going to give them an actual try. Mm-hmm. That we're going to not approach it with a shtick, not approach yep. it with like a theatrical playfulness and gimmicks like we're going to go out there and just give it the old college try and he acquits himself well in this um he doesn't do a lot but it left me feeling about jerry with a real once again it's a flaming hot take contestants like jerry springer are what the show should really be about. hmm And it feels like in later seasons, we rarely get a contestant like this. You can, you can point to some yeah. and say, okay, we have them, but they usually don't go very far anymore. Uh-huh. They go very early. hmm And the ones who do continue on sometimes feel like they are dragged along 
much farther than they should go. Jerry, at times, it's like, okay, should you really continue on after this? But Mm -hmm. then he finds a way to bounce back and have like a foxtrot that shows why he is so enjoyable and why we do like this. Mm -hmm. So I know we said at the start of the season, when you found out Jerry Springer was on the show, (laughs) your reaction and understandably to anybody who would see Jerry is going to be on the show is almost one of just like, this is a joke. We're going to laugh about this. Yep. There's no way. But he's so lovable mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. And he loves doing this. Yes. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. That, that truly is why we watch the show. You watch it for the, like, Emmett is not the best dancer, but I am all in on him. And like, if I was going for someone who was the best dancer, I should be all in on Mario. But like, there's something about that that I'm not all in. Like, Jerry's transformation is absolutely the delight of this season. So let's talk about his final dance and then Mm -hmm. we can, who knows, maybe we'll eulogize him more. Maybe that's it. (laughs) We're doing a pretty good job so far. So, Katie, what about their mambo? Go. <laughs> um, I thought that she she really likes slapping him. She slapped him <laughs> twice in these two weeks. <laughs> um, I thought that he was having fun. I thought that for him, it was a good routine. Um, and I, I, I agreed with what you said in the in the talks about his foxtrot like she gave him a good routine I don't feel like she dumbed down either of them Mm -hmm. I felt like he performed both of them to the best of his abilities it wasn't a memorable mambo but it was still a good mambo Mm -hmm. he looked a little out of sorts at the start Mm -hmm. but found his footing later on Mm -hmm. I did love the costuming choice Yes, me too. Of making him like an old guy in Miami. Yes. I loved that. Me too. I I absolutely adored that. It wasn't great. It was perfectly fine. It's time to say goodbye to Jerry Springer. Yep. Yep. I didn't like how the judges, like Carrie Ann gives her comment and then says, you're not on the same page as everyone. And it's, and she said it, she delivered it nicer than I just did. But I don't, I don't care for that. Like, you're not judging him based in relation to everyone else. You're judging him based on what he just gave to you. So why are you even bringing in the other contestants whatsoever? Well, that's something that everybody was kind of doing this week with him, whether it was the not judges. Len. Not Len. Okay, not Len, but when I say when I say everybody, I mean like the judges engaged in this some, Samantha engaged in this some. Yep. Jerry himself engaged in this. But Jerry has always been engaging in it. But there were times kind of earlier in the season where he's like, you know what, maybe we should be done. And then there were times he'd be like, you know what, I don't want this to be our end. Let's keep going. Let's mm-hmm. keep riding this till we can. And this episode, everybody, including Jerry, almost it almost felt patronizing to be like, you know what, Jerry, you have been so entertaining. 
Jerry, you aren't everybody else. You you are not at their same level, but it's been so fun having you here. Like, even Kim kind of says, like, I'll be so sad when this is over. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, t like, gives a farewell interview the night before they find out they're going home. Mm -hmm. And I can understand. They know they were in the bottom two last week. And based on how their scores are probably going, they are they don't feel they can overcome it. And yeah. they don't. Yeah. Like it's a 13 point gap to Monique. I don't know. So it, it felt weird, but I'm also understanding of it to start saying farewells to him because he shouldn't go further. No. And if he would have gone further, it would have been so wrong. It would have been so wrong. And I think it really would have soured Jerry Springer in the end. That then is Jerry Springer. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy that we got this extra week with him. I really am. I'm much happier to have this be my, my farewell to him than the Paso. Yes. Because while that Paso might have felt in line with some of Jerry's journey on the show, the most memorable things of Jerry Springer were like, his waltz for his daughter yes. or the moments where he really surprised you with how good he could be when he was the samba king absolutely yeah. so final thoughts i'm just happy that he he said yes to the show because like you said when you hear it it kind of sounds like a joke and getting to to see this side of him i'm just happy that i even had the opportunity what a delight what a joy very different in tone from some of the older contestants we've had so far. Mm -hmm. Like he in many ways is the George Hamilton of this season, but mm -hmm. he's so different from George Hamilton. Yes. Yes. And is wonderful in his own way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye forever, Jerry. We're so glad we knew ye. Yep. With that, we are launching into the final four can you believe we have three weeks of competition left which means two more episodes left of our season next week we'll eliminate two contestants because we're gonna have a final two and next week includes our very timely halloween spectacular Ooh. Ooh. they're doing halloween week our first theme week. We'll see how themey it is. <laughs> <laughs> With that, I think that brings us to the end. I'm so excited to see how this season plays out in the final in its final stretch. Can I make a prediction? But I don't I don't feel like this is a spoiler. This is truly like I don't know, and I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. I think Monique will be the next to fall. And then Joey will fall after that. Without saying anything that happens. Yep. Yep. Just based on the scoring, like that's based on the scoring it. and how, how sort of the trajectory of the season has been. Yep. That would feel correct. Yep. Um, and that's, what's hard because as much as I really enjoy Monique, mm -hmm. That gets into, we'll, we'll save all these thoughts for next episode, perhaps, when we get to 
perhaps say goodbye to her or maybe welcome her into the finale. Yeah, time will tell. Mm -hmm. There's no way you could ever look up and find out what happened. Nope, that doesn't exist. If you would like to leave us a comment that does exist in the future, feel free to do that uh, by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can subscribe, rate us on uh, any podcatcher of your choosing. You can also follow us on our social medias on Twitter at JMPPod or on Facebook at Chess Meaningful Plastic. And don't forget, we love to hear from you. So feel free to interact with us. We love feedback. Constructive feedback. Compliments. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> Katie, that's everything, right? That's why we need a script. Yep, that's everything. Okay, Katie, I love you and I like you. <laughs> Chris, I hear you and I see you. And please, stay tuned for the all new episode of Help Me Help You, coming up next! <laughs>